0: Welcome to Let's Gab Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Valerica. So, welcome to episode number three. Today, it'll be on what high school has taught me so far. So, I just came up with a few that I don't know, I think are really relevant right now and that just really have been on my mind um, ever since grade eight till now. Obviously, I'm not done high school yet, just in the beginning of grade 12. Um, but I really identify with these. And I just wanted to uh, share it. And I guess just give advice to those younger or those that, I don't know, might want to listen to something about school today or like anything. So number one is teamwork is the dream work. The world doesn't revolve around you. To be more humble, have empathy and be authentic and honest to and on who you are. So, let's start with teamwork is a dream work. So, that saying is literally, a lot of you might be thinking, so cheesy. And I I guess it looks cheesy. It sounds cheesy. But, um, and there probably are other better ways to put it. But, that's just how I put it. And it it couldn't be more true. Okay, I got cut off there. Um, so, just to start with teamwork is a dream work. So, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's just me, but before, and I'm pretty sure other people do think this just because, I don't know, it's just how our society runs, but literally, when you think of teamwork, pretty much what teamwork is a dream work means, I guess, if you were to interpret it, is teamwork is better than, well, I guess in most cases, or in a lot of cases, it's better to work as a team than independently. Now, there's, I guess, some exceptions for when independently works better, but I think just as a whole, teamwork is the dream work. Um, So, I don't know, I feel like most people, or at least I used to, or you think that you'll get extra perks for doing something independently. Um, Once again, in some cases, that's probably going to be the case. There's going to be exceptions for everything, but, um, and you can probably think of a million, but in this case, in high school, I don't think that applies. So it's true to some point that doing something independently might be quote-unquote better. So for example, when you're in the workplace, one of the requirements or questions is, do you think you work well with other people? Now obviously to work, le- learning to work with others well won't always count for marks like it does in school or like in the workplace, but the same concept applies. Most often that project you're working on for whatever it may be will turn out better because you combine yours and other individual skills and ideas together. Now, that kind of is a lot in that one little paragraph that I just, um, or that one little gist that I just said. Um, I'll elaborate on that later. So, this ties in with another lesson I'll mention on later, which is being authentic and honest to who you are, and just in general to, like, the world. I am who I am, and I'm going to, present who I am honestly and authentically and not just put on this mask acting this mask that makes me look better or more accomplished or more sophisticated or more independent than who I really am and sometimes that is going to be the case which is fine and there's no judgment towards that but just for me it's just things I've learned I'm not putting anyone down who think that way because it's a really realistic way to think but once again it's just what i believe is right for me and what i've learned <clears throat> so no this doesn't mean exposing all your deepest and darkest secrets every single or every single detail you thought your you thought um or you're thinking to, to, of to a friend um so being authentic and honest is not mean once again just exposing your secrets and just telling your friend or family even everything. Um, because one, that's oversharing and in some cases can be very unhealthy. And two, that is not necessarily what being authentic means or what I'm trying to get at right now. I know this because at one point I thought subconsciously um, in my mind that being authentic is exposing your soul. Exposing every single detail you're thinking, your mind. Even exposing like your dark thoughts not necessarily dark thoughts, but like things you usually keep to yourself or most people would usually keep to yourself. Um, and that also meant me taking the blame and that led to a lot of shame for everything. So taking the blame for everything. And in some cases, it was right of me to take the blame, but not every single situation that I was in should have been that way, where I take the blame because that is not healthy. And being authentic usually is leads to being mentally... And overall, your overall wellness is is a positive thing. But in this case, it was negative. Um, no. Just no. Oh, that is a no. Um, but that'll be explained later on. However, what I'm trying to get at is we as humans are, in my eyes, and I guess in a lot of people's eyes, inherently meant to group and be together. In my previous episode, um, or two episodes ago, it was on identity, and I just talked about the concept of humans the early humans grouping together and needing each other um more on like a survival kind of level not so much just emotional or physical but like on a survival i need you kind of way because grouping together i guess back in the day or how i perceived it or how i perceive it now is you just you have more chances and better chances of survival and success if you work together but if you're just alone like one person may not know how to build a fort. One person may not have to know how to catch fish or something, right? Like, if you combine all those skills together, teamwork is the dream work. And I don't really know what else to phrase that. <laughs> there probably are. Whatever. So, once again, just to build on that, we depend on intimate and honest connections with others nowadays. So, what I just said earlier about humans needing each other back then, it still applies now, like more than ever. Except now, like, we we know how to survive. Most of us do, at least. Um, but, However, instead of, like, meeting each other, meeting other humans on, like, a more survival kind of way, now I think it's more physical, mental, emotional, sometimes, in some cases, for people, spiritual. Um, and once again, like, just um, summing up my last episode on Identity, like, grouping together or I feel like in a lot of ways we find ourselves and like we find our authenticity and who we are by grouping not all the time but grouping with others and just finding people you identify with so yeah we depend on honest and intimate connections with others and just a question at what point did we begin to become corrupt and want to pit ourselves against each other now this is where the idea of competition comes in in our society. Literally, when did we feel the need or the drive or that, like, inkling in us to be like, I don't need to value you anymore, like, to a friend or a family. Like, I need to pit myself against you. I'm not going to be my true authentic self. Um, Because competition and maybe... um, the idea of competition and jealousy and getting ahead of each other to just get a little bit further than the rest is the answer and i think honestly that is quite a big chunk of the answer of why we don't i don't know um become flawed corrupt sounds a bit much but i guess in a sense corrupt humans in general not just a certain group humans in general I think the idea of power and when it's used I guess wrongly, here's a philosophy kind of thing, or whatever, um has a play in this. Um and once again I'm not here to judge. So however, over the past few years of high school and just being alive, I've learned that I'm still and I'm still learning that the idea of competition not only hurts our relationship with ourselves, um or our relationships with people and the potential to have genuine relationships with others. Honestly, it hurts the relationship with ourselves. That competition with others strips us from living genuinely. Now, for example, do you really want to hide... You're in a situation. You are having some trouble with yourself, personal struggles, whatever, family struggles, any kind of struggle. Do you really want to hide how you're feeling to a friend or someone you value but you also simultaneously view as competition just because you don't want to seem weak because you don't want to seem that powerful friend anymore or do you want to actually live out how you're feeling and be true to yourself and not just care about competition or being strong and independent and just show other people and be honest with yourself that yes i'm flawed i'm feeling down that's fine and i'm just going to sit with it and sit in it what I was going to say. And I, I don't know, the idea of competition is something I've learned, I guess, mostly the past few years, but I was always aware of it in elementary school. Like, literally, um, just heading back to the previous episode where I said, like, I was just, not, not to, like, say this in a braggy way, but just read things how they were, I was, I guess, ahead of my years, like, way ahead, like, just, I don't know, with certain experiences that, I guess, shaped who I was and who I am, it just put me way over and way past my years, um, but anywho, so just in elementary school, like, you literally, people in my class, not to name names, but just in other classes, and just in general, like, there's that idea of competition, like, oh, like, you have these i don't know hidden desires to like put each other down or like say mean things to each other and i don't know i guess that might something that might be for those certain people or those people um that might be something that it is the most important or that exists and that is you know learned and there's no blame or shame with that because at one point i was sucked into that as well i was sucked into that mindset of other people are competition, um, and I guess that kind of comes with the idea of finding yourself, like, what are you on this earth for, if you want to be philosophical about it, or just holistic about it, or think of it bigger, think of the big bigger picture. Like, what are we on this earth for? Like, are we just here to, like, you know, get a job, um, do well? I don't know. Some people get a family, get a nice car. Travel the world, just all of that materialistic stuff that you get from working hard. But at the same time, when you work hard, sometimes, you know, that means putting friendships at risk, putting relationships at risk, and, you know, just having some of that negativity. And honestly, I think that with myself, when I was feeling competitive in elementary school specifically, just because, like, I didn't know right from wrong necessarily. There is me viewing other people, even my f- friends or just other people that I didn't talk to as much as like competition, like, or, I don't know, the better piece of meat, the golden chicken. I just put a lot of hatred and negativity into my heart, even though I necessarily was not having those feelings towards myself, just having it towards other human beings. At such a young age, honestly, it just not only does that add age to yours and you lose your innocence, like that loop. That takes away from your happiness and essentially just living genuinely and authentically. And I guess some can argue, yeah, you're living genuinely and authentically because whatever you're feeling, like you're doing, like if I feel negative toward this person, I'm going to feel negative towards this person. And if you want to perceive it that way, that's great, fine. But to me, being genuine and authentic, once again, is just, I don't know, being, I guess, the most raw form, being you as a kid, living innocently, but with the knowledge and with the experience you gained over time, that's a lot. I guess it's a lot to process. Um, I don't know. This 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 came a lot from philosophy class and debate, and just overthinking a lot of days, um, which often leads to these just rambles, which I really hope will some people will identify with. Anywho, so. Yeah. And I don't know, I I guess it wasn't until somewhere deep into high school where I learned. And I don't, I think I'm glad that in grade seven and, and going towards grade eight I dropped that idea of competition just because, you know, there was it was I guess a toxic environment. Just everyone wanting to compete against each other in elementary school, everyone wanting to get the better grade or I don't know, just be ahead even by like a few inches than other people like that. To me, I felt that was wrong and I didn't really see that until I fully left elementary school and then, I don't know, I felt like I was a new person because all that negativity that I used to harbor, it definitely took a lot of time for me to shove that. I'd say I just shed it, like, most of it, like, up until a year ago. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's like what's the point? What's the point of mine part each other down? I guess there's temp- temporary relief. It gives you some confidence or pride. Which isn't coming from a good place at all confidence and being proud of who you are should come from a positive place and in your own success not putting each other down but anywho yeah so um i think just leaving that and just starting high school with kind of a fresh chapter and fresh mindset and not just wanting to compete with other people and just i don't know riding my own lane it definitely started and helped with this thing um and it wasn't once again deep until high school. It's a grade 10 where I literally just looked at things and it's where I finally took a step back. I stopped like moving, moving, moving so fast. I started to become self-aware, took a step back, self-aware. Wait a second. I'm still harboring some of those feelings of negativity. Even if it's not towards other people, it's still in there. And I don't know, the idea of once again being humble, which I will get on to later on, and just being empathetic, it all just, t- this all ties in, literally, with that. that, came in, and that helped me to want to shed and really cleanse myself, um, of this idea of competition, and, you know, and I'm still honestly on this, like, I still sometimes have trouble, um, sometimes I just, when there's a project or project, I just want to take all the control, um, but that's, not really how the world works that's what I'm learning right now and just teamwork is a dream work you know I don't know I just think maybe there's some circumstances where you will independently success or thrive way more than other people but I think you know it's part of the journey it's not just part of the result it's not just the result it's literally the journey and it's forming those meaningful relationships with other people and connecting and just I don't know because I, That also adds to your happiness and that finding out who you are. And there's literally, I can keep on digging further and further and further into this hole and just whatever. I'll probably find myself in the core of the earth. But this will take forever. So, yeah, and I'll probably revisit this idea a lot in future episodes. But this is just my take on teamwork is a dream work. Now, the next lesson I want to talk about is... The world doesn't revolve around you. This ties in with what I was talking about earlier, which is, I don't know, somewhere in high school, you just have, I just had a wake-up call that, you know, I'm not all that. I'm not the best, like, literally people, I don't know how to put it. It's just, I'm, the world does not revolve around you. And it's crazy because you hear that saying all the time when you're younger, but like, until you actually, well, I, I don't know, it might just be for me, until I actually experienced humbling experiences, Um, somewhere in high school, I didn't really understand that idea until, you know, I was humbled. Experiences humbled me. People humbled me. So walking into grade eight, I literally was the most, I can admit now, self-absorbed in the most funny way ever, entitled kid ever. Um, And even before that, and once again, I think I'm not going to blame everything on that idea of competition, but I think your environment totally makes you. And people you're surrounded with makes you. So that competition and those people, or people that just want to get past you, there's no negativity towards that. It's it's the reality. Um, That was still stuck with me because grade 7 and grade 8, like nothing, it's just a year, right? Um, Even the way I talked, I'm just going to quote someone from my class. It was as if like I, I had some i I was wearing a gown or I was an heiress of some sort or I, I had some type of class, and other people would tell me um, the things I said, <laughs> honestly like it's it's so entitled that it's I find it really crazy absurd, and I can admit now that I just I was entitled and very absorbed um in a different way not just in a vain way but like in a very i don't know egotistical way um i could i couldn't admit it then and i wasn't aware of it at all because i totally lacked self-awareness um, however i was so absorbed and i literally thought that i was invincible and i could treat anyone how i, would, how I was feeling or how i wanted or how i wanted to treat them it was a mindset that was stuck with me and it took literally a really tough and painful process to wake up from that version of me and realize, hey, I'm not happy with this version of Gabby and I need to change this. And it was more so a subconscious thing, not like a, whoa, what is this? Like, I need to change this. It's just, once again, experiences happen one after the other that led to me being, wait a second, I'm not happy with myself. And I guess that led to a point of, being low and, you know, having this idea of who am I anymore? Like anymore, who am I now? Um, Just because that literally took up my whole elementary self, which sucks. Because that idea of innocence that I tie with being honest and genuine to who you are and true, it was lost because you know, wanting to get ahead. That's that's very it just made me so flawed so now I think this idea of being self-absorbed and entitled mostly came from the idea to need to feel secure and independent and proud and unwaverable unfortunately as a kid you still have your innocence and you don't learn how to protect yourself till you dip your toe in some really really mud water and sometimes you don't even just do it you do it um, subconsciously, or sometimes just people throw you into that mud- muddy water. True story. Um, once you've tasted that negativity, it can be really traumatizing, especially for a four-year-old, and it definitely was for me. So the need to feel safe, and I don't know the need to be proud and unapologetic is not the best way it came to, and they not the best way it came to fruition. And once again, this idea of needing to protect myself. You protect yourself from friendships and new friendships and meeting new people came about and it also harmed the relationship with myself there was no pride in who i was and there was no self-love or healing or care um why because once again the relationship you have with others affects relationship you have with yourself and vice versa but in this case i'm saying the way with others is the way with yourself and when you put others down you're really putting yourself down don't get anything you literally you yourself lose the most i feel like you hurt your soul and your genuinity and the innocence of the kid we all once were and i really stand so close to that idea of protecting even though we're old even though i'm a 16 year old even though some people may be a 40 year old i think it's so important to protect that innocent kid and who you were and obviously you're going to lose your innocence in many ways um but i think it's so important to keep your innocence because i found that it's the core of who we all are like we literally it's just like i don't know if you want to say apple core like it's it's a core and then um certain experiences certain personality traits certain people it keeps on getting added onto that core but in the center of everything the reason like why like all that orbits around our core which is our innocence which is you know how we are supposed to be in the world. That's how I, I know. That's how I think. Um, but yeah, I think that's why I identify so much with protecting the innocent kid in you. Even if you're a teenager and whatever, like we all have this stage where you want to get so far from who you are. At and At, at the end of the day, you're just going to walk back to that door and open the door. And then your old self is just going to welcome you home and be like, I missed you and it can be quite an emotional thing um yeah and I want to get into this more later on the idea of innocence because that's something that's really important to me um so the next one is to be more humble now I literally don't have any examples for this all I'm just going to say is be more humble and it's easier than it looks I think you really need to one be self-aware accept your flaws like for me I'm not saying I'm all perfect, I'm literally, I I still am flawed in many ways, but I think for me, what helped me to, I guess, become more humble and just humble myself is self-awareness and unfortunately, part of that self-awareness was um, the idea or me just always taking the blame and being so shameful and just curling myself in and once again, losing that voice, that figurative and literal voice, but mostly figurative voice. So, sometimes we can't choose how we are supposed to become humble. Most often, I I think that certain experiences, we just run into them, and then we just become humble. Like, for me, I don't know, lots of experiences happen consecutively, like I'd say from the year 2018 to 2019. Like, I don't know, I did this farming program, and it was really a self-discovery kind of program. Well, I, I viewed it as that, and I don't know there's just that event and other events like going to the Philippines and just reconnecting with my soul and my roots that just was so soul nourishing so many events that can experiences that lead to you becoming more humble but to be more humble I think if if you we're all in control at the end of the day um of our actions not other people just our actions so I think you have that control i don't know like just try to look at yourself and just look at yourself in the mirror really without that mask who you really are if you know if and that includes looking at your flaws looking at your flaws recognizing them that is so important recognizing them and not giving excuses like if you did something bad if you did something horrible to someone or you feel negative you don't even if you did anything bad to someone if you just harbor negative feelings towards other people or yourself, or just negativity, it's important to recognize that and to, I don't know, um, yeah, there's just lots of ways, I guess, but for me, that, that, that's important, just recognize, look yourself in the mirror I and mean, being like, hey, I'm not that all, I'm not all good, I'm not, I'm entitled, I'm self-absorbed, but I'm not all that bad, and it's important to recognize your flaws, but also... Um not blame yourself, and that's so important, to just stay in the middle, recognize the bad things in you, or not the bad things, because not, you know, the flawed things, there you go, that's the word, but also not being yourself so much, because if, I don't know, you, you hurt a friend, it's important to recognize that, but at the same time, not sh- get into that role and practice and hamster wheel or that whatever that rat race of shame because that is literally so toxic um, and I know that from experience that um, experience of shim yourself constantly feeling guilty for every single thing that led to being humble for me or being more humble I'm not humble more humble and with that comes empathy I think you empathy or at least for me for my experience is after being or having this experience or this self-humbling experience you have empathy after that because once you go through certain experiences or struggles i think you start having empathy for others you start looking at other people not pitifully but more empath with more empathy or empathetic i don't know with more empathy um and, no, that's that. Some, sometimes that may be the case of, you know, like, feeling bad for the poor, not, not necessarily pitying them. I think lots of people when they say have empathy It means, oh, like, people who are less fortunate than me. It literally just can be, like, empathizing with a friend. Empathizing with, I don't know, someone who lost their dog. That, that's very superficial, but, or, I don't know, someone feeling how you once felt. Depressed, anxious, scared of a test. Um, heartbroken, all that, all of those human emotions. Um, and yeah, I think once again, that ties in with being authentic and honest on who you are. And literally, I can just keep on going about that. But just to put it short and simple and nice and sweet, being authentic and honest, once again, for me, revisits the idea of being innocent and looking yourself in the mirror telling yourself you're not all that good, you're not the best person in the world, and just recognizing your flaws and the mistakes you made, and at the same time, cherishing that innocent kid you once were, or we once, we all once were. So that was quite a lot, um, I probably, I want to do another one, I think I'm going to end, this episode is going to come to an end soon, because that was a lot, and this hopefully you're all still with me but anyway so at the end of grade 12 I want to just do this self-reflection thing where I revisit these ideas or just hopefully I have new ones to talk about Um, what I learned in high school and advice for younger people in high school who are about to whatever or just people my age even older because I don't think age necessarily accurately affect um represents one's wisdom or one's knowledge because i don't know so thank you all for listening i hope to see you all in future episodes thank you